Homeschool High School podcast from SevenSistersHomeschool.com, brought to you by the Ultimate Homeschool Radio Network. I'm Sabrina, here with Vicki and Kim, and we are excited to talk about all things Homeschool High School. Indeed. Yay. Yay. So, uh, yeah, so today we're going to be talking about conquering crunch time craziness. Because if you have teens, you have observed crunch time somewhere in something. That whole, but it's it's got to be done by 8 o'clock tomorrow. And, 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 and I have to stay up all night to do it because I started it an hour ago. Yes. And it was assigned how long ago? Oh, five weeks ago. Oh, how about that? Yeah. Yeah. So um, any of us moms ever got I, to a crunch time? I was just debating whether I was going to say, and some of our teens have seen their moms do the same thing. Yeah, uh, some of, perhaps all of our teens. <laughs> <laughs> we resemble that remark. Yes, yes exactly. we do. At least all the teens represented by the mothers in this room at this time have indeed. Yes. Yeah, crunch time is a pretty universal problem, right? Indeed. I, yes. You yeah. betcha. Yeah. We are, um, with our local homeschool group, are getting ready to produce the play Annie, and I've been working with an adorable cast of 25 homeschooled teens, and uh, we had our rehearsal yesterday, and the moms who are working with costumes were pulling people out of rehearsal to measure them for this and that, and to fit this and that to them and and some of the kids were kind of grumbling because they want to sing and dance and act and they don't want to stand still while someone does straight pins in the back of their jacket you know (laughs) and um so another member of our production team had a little chat with them and said you know you need to first of all appreciate the fact that these people are doing costumes for you so that you will look wonderful up there but secondly you need to understand that it's not we, we look at the calendar today and say oh well we have this many weeks until the show goes up we have to think about everything that we want to be in place before the lights come up for opening. And then we have to figure out how long is it going to take to get each of those things ready so that it's there. And if you don't want somebody stapling you into your tuxedo coat as you run on stage for your entrance, then you have to give these moms some time to alter your, your, you know, your costumes now. And um, I thought that was a great example of scheduling backwards in ways that Young people in particular just don't think of how long is it going to take to get 25 people appropriately costumed for this show. That's that's going to be a lot of time, you know. So the kids are lucky because one of their staff for the play is Sabrina. And Sabrina is the one who has taught all of us about scheduling backwards. And for me as a, a, a rather ADD-ish, like what's, what is time and what is organization, you know, <laughs> took me years to say organization. <laughs> so, Wait, are we allowed to say that on the air? Yeah. <laughs> is that a bad word? <laughs> organization. <laughs> it was revolutionary to me when Sabrina taught me about scheduling backwards. And and by the way, at sevensistershomeschool.com, there's a freebie download. Freebie download. And it's called? Scheduling backwards. Scheduling backwards. So, so that's what we're talking. It helps yeah. you conquer the crunch time crazies. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. So, what, okay, so one of the things that we observed with the kids yesterday and that we've all observed in our own lives um but that we've maybe never put words to and maybe people who are listening have not put words to it we we want our kids to think ahead 
We don't want things to sneak up on them. And we want to say that very self-righteous thing. Well, this was assigned five weeks ago. You knew this was coming. <laughs> Why did you wait until the night before? Right. That's the right. scheduling version of I told you so. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it is. Um, but thinking ahead is not the same thing as scheduling backwards. Right. Thinking ahead is a general mindset and attitude of recognizing how full your plate is and sort of being aware of how many things are hanging out there. And it, it's a helpful, important thing, but it can actually be paralyzing. Listen, you don't know where to start, especially teens who don't have a lot of experience in organizing themselves. Mm -hmm. So yeah, so this is not just about um, telling your kid, you gotta think ahead, because that, that has you look at all those deadlines, mm -hmm. and those deadlines have finished products attached to them. My research paper has to be done. My graduation party has to be planned. My funds have to be raised for my missions trip. Like it's some big, huge thing with a date attached to it. And that's not a pleasant feeling. It's so overwhelming. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So, okay. So do we want to talk about concrete strategies first? Or do we want to talk about arenas in life in which to apply this? I do. I like arenas. Let's let's start with the I big like arenas picture. too. Yeah. All right. Yeah, and then we'll get to strategies because otherwise it's useless, right? Mm -hmm. Right. Okay. So, uh, yeah. So this certainly comes up in academics. I mean, you've got a certain number of pages in a textbook that's going to have to get covered before the year is over and that credit is earned. You've got a research paper that has to be a certain number of pages on a certain topic. You've got a play that you're doing and lines have to be learned and music and dance have to be learned and whatever. Um, there are so many pieces of homeschooling and some of those areas get very organized. Like if your kid plays sports, typically the league and the team lay that out for them. So if you show up when you're supposed to and if you do what you're told to do, it's sort of scheduled backwards for you already. Right? So, so their their organization is controlled externally on that. Right. But that doesn't work for most of life. Right. Most of life, kids have to schedule themselves. It has to be an internal mm. organization. So that's what's one thing is just to start with a conversation with your teen about. So what areas of your life do you really not have any say in? And it's it's very laid out and dictated. Um, and then look at all of those nebulous areas. A lot of teens think that their whole life is laid out and controlled. And <laughs> it can be quite the eye-opener when they realize just how many areas of their life they have a lot of say and responsibility mm -hmm. in. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, that can be an interesting conversation to have as a starting yeah. point. Is let's look at your life. and mm. Yeah, and a good introduction to adulting. Mm. Mm. Oh, my. Yes. Good. All right, so then they're going to have individual things, um, certainly the academic pieces, but also events that they are planning or getting ready for or saving money for, um, proms and trips and graduation parties and major purchases. College mm. applications, mm. reference letter requests, oh, yeah. college searches. Right. That's SAT a... preparation. Oh, my. Yeah. And that's going to look slightly different for each kid. And so mm -hmm. they can't just do it on the timeline that their friend is doing it because their life is not identical to their friend's life. And they need to be looking at all of their projects and, and um, deadlines. Mm -hmm. Even for planning the years of high school homeschooling, um, we talk a lot to moms about the importance of having a four-year plan. 
and then having a one-year plan for each of those four years. And if you don't know what we're talking about, there are other episodes of the Homeschool High School podcast where we have talked about that quite a bit. So. And lots of posts. Lots of posts. At homeschool.com. Yeah. Yeah, some excellent posts there, folks. But if your teen is a part of that planning process for the four years and the goals that you want to have reached by the end of high school and for the one year and the things you want to have reached by the end of your junior year, then they're seeing in action the, um, the empowering thing that happens when you schedule it backwards and you say, okay, well, if I'm going to get to the end of pre-calc by the time I graduate from high school, <laughs> then that's why I have to do geometry now because mm. I want to be to the end of pre-calc. But it sounds stupid, but teens don't think that way mm. uh, for the most part. Yeah, they're very into the moment. Mm-hmm. And that's good for them, but they can't grow up unless they can organize toward the future. And sometimes some of those things, like you mentioned, that is maybe one of those areas that they can kind of grasp, like, okay, it's important for me to think that way in this area, because they can see if I don't take the course I need this year, then it may not, you know, lead to the sequence of things I need to, by the time I'm graduating and have what I need for the college that I want So then we can sort of say, okay, so if you understand it in that area that's maybe pretty concrete, then maybe let's translate that and see how that might work in some other arenas. Good one. Indeed. Good one. And that takes out a lot of that that sting, that tension that a lot of parents Mm. and teens have of... Mom, you're trying to micromanage me. You're trying you don't need to talk to me about my plans for prom. That's not got anything to do with, you know, I but if you say, well, okay, just think this through for a second. You know we had to do this for this. You want X number of dollars available so that you can do this and this and this regarding prom. And we've got this much time. Where's that money coming from? Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, it's hard. We've got to give them the freedom to step out. We've got to allow them to fail. And yet we've got to still be teaching them to succeed. Parenting is hard work. Oh my word. Yes. I'm tired just thinking about it now that I said it out loud. But as you as you were saying that, it kind of occurred to me though that that there are some arenas that are um, maybe better choices to allow our children to fail and other arenas it's more important for us to maybe risk that tension or or know that we're going to enter into some of that tension, you know, for instance, their academics, you know, we don't want to sit there and do their project for them, but helping them plan out their curriculum or their, what are they taking for their four years, that is important. So if they're not taking a lot of responsibility in that, we can't just say, oh, well, you know, they'll figure it out (laughs) as much as we can in something like prom or if they would like to buy a car but they don't have to have a car so if they don't do that well um so that's another thing for us to think about is you know are we treating all areas the same and should we be right and some of them they need the parents expertise Mm -hmm. teenagers don't know what colleges require absolutely you do the research together you get some parental expertise or Mm. coaches expertise and, and uh that helps them, but they have to learn to schedule their time toward mm-hmm. that. So, coaches like VickiTillman.com. Yeah, VickiTillman Coaching.com. Yeah, it's VickiTillmanCoaching.com. So, if you're one of those parents where 
either for time purposes or for relational purposes or simply for um, getting an outside uh, perspective purposes, it's helpful for you to, you know, take up, take advantage of someone else's expertise. Um, there are coaches out there, um, and uh, coaches like Vicki are wonderful resources. Although I tell you the truth is when I'm working with young people like high schoolers and college students mm -hmm. in learning how to manage their time so mm -hmm. that they get their group projects done in their freshman mm -hmm. classes or their research papers done in high school, I use Sabrina's downloads. That's <laughs> there you go. We march right through the, the project. So there you go. Cool. Giving away her big secrets for free right <laughs> yeah, here right. at the Homeschool High School that's podcast. Right. <laughs> so really, in practical terms, scheduling backwards is just setting those evaluation points along the way, setting them down concretely, and then thinking through um, the, the halfway points. So if, you're, if, if you know that your, your deadline is your 10-page research paper and it's due on March 1st, and you have eight weeks or whatever until March 1st, then you think, well, okay, in order to turn that in, it has to have been researched, written, edited, proofread, and finalized. So by what point should I be proofreading? I don't want to be proofreading at 3 o'clock in the morning when it's due the next day. So let's say two days before I'm going to turn it in, I'll do my final proofread. That's, that's legit. And then from there, when should I have pretty much finished my editing? And let's say, you know, four or five days before that, so that if you run into a bump and you have to go back and find a reference or whatever you've got. So you're putting margin into each of those. And you work backwards from the editing to the, okay, so when do I want my first draft finished? And um, by doing that from the finish line rather than the start, it's not paralyzing. And then they put each of those checkpoints on their calendar. Yes. Mm. And so they can check their calendar. Okay, by this, by the end of today, I have to have this much done. Mm. So there's a lot of little deadlines, and it's all figured out. It's not overwhelming. Mm -hmm. And a little deadline that you miss, because it happens, <laughs> happens, a little deadline that you miss, you can almost always find a way to scramble and fix it. But a big deadline, you can't. So that that's teaching a really important life skill yeah. that if you if you mm. break it into those small chunks, there is then room for error. It it really helps kids, especially like on research papers or essays that they have to write, to have those little deadlines where there's some flexibility. Mm. And we've seen kids who don't do that, who wait till the night before, mm. are sometimes overwhelmed with the temptation to cut and paste something off the internet. Oh yes. And even good homeschool kids, you know, overwhelmed Just will think poorly. Yes. Yep. So yeah. to, to give them these little tools, little deadlines mm -hmm. that gives them room for flexibility yeah. is a big stress saver. Yeah. So it's something that our teens need to learn to do. It's something they need to practice a whole bunch of times. Mm. It doesn't just, it's not a one and done. Oh, I learned this formula, now I use it. it it's a principle, not a formula. And um, it will be applied in lots of different ways in life. And actually, the scheduling backwards freebie that you can download at Seven Sisters in the bookstore, um, is written to moms to try to get a handle on the family calendar and on their life being, you know, running around inside a blender, which is what <laughs> a lot of us feel like a lot of times. Um, so if, you're, if your teen downloads it and is looking through it, you're probably going to find that some of the examples that I have used are more mom-related examples. It could be an interesting thing for both of you, for you and your kid, mm. to take a look at. 
um, because we live in a society that really encourages us to say yes to everything, not mm. to miss any opportunity, and we always can make room for both this and that. Mm-hmm. Always. We'll mm-hmm. find a way. Mm. And there's times that an opportunity is so good that we just have to make room for it. But actually, every time we add something in, there's something else that's going to get lost because of it. Maybe all that's getting lost is a period of rest. Maybe there was no activity scheduled then, but it is always either or. Always. One of the things that you've said, Sabrina, is whenever you say yes to something, you're saying no to something else, mm-hmm. which is so unfair. I, I it so, is so unfair. insulting by that, by, by the way. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it ain't proper, but that is the way it is. Yeah, <laughs> so true. And Our teens definitely don't see that. That so, is yes. not something that youth perceives. That's yeah. something that comes with... Mm. But if they pull their calendar out and they go like, oh, I've got to have my rough draft finished by tomorrow and you want me to go spend the whole next two days with you on a field trip to D.C., Mm. like, okay, what's your cost benefit there? Yeah. 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 And as we all know, that's going to serve you well the rest of your life. That is Mm. not an academic Mm -hmm. management skill. That is Mm -hmm. life Life. management skill. Life skill. And the point that you made about rest, too, is oh. so important. And we tend to forget that, especially like you mentioned in our culture of the blender. Um, you know, that that is an important thing that many of us do not. Um, and I am preaching to myself here. <laughs> <laughs> amen. From the amen there we go. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's, it's really important that we do value that and teach our kids to value that. Yeah. yeah. So when our kids, like if they had a history project... And they've got to present to co-op. Then they, if they say, okay, so co-op presentation day is this day. Mm-hmm. And I am finished and rehearsed two days ahead. Mm-hmm. So it gives a little flexibility if something comes mm-hmm. up, they've got the flu or something. Mm-hmm. Then they have to have all of their their research or materials together by this day. Right. And, you know, so, so they have it all scheduled in. And then they're just kind of crawling through each yep. of the, mm-hmm. the checkpoints. Yep. And every time you get past a checkpoint, you get to put a check there. So mm. if you're somebody who loves checkboxes, that's really, that that feels good. That feels mm. like little rewards along the journey, not just the, oh, I did it and it came out well, it was a good thing when you're finished, but you get that little, and there's even brain chemistry involved in that, isn't there? That like little oh, endorphin yeah. releases. It, it of, does. You're and getting there, you're getting there. When I work with kids with, um, executive functioning issues because mm-hmm. uh, they don't have an internal timeline, kind of like me. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> like, uh, we will do a scheduling backwards on easy things like cleaning their desk because oh. there's no natural progression for them. You know, at oh, first really? I do this, first I do that. So we start with the, the desk is clean. And then the thing right before the desk being cleaned, the last thing I take off the desk was this, and then this. And then they take that home, and they tape it to their wall right over their desk, and then check off the checkpoints as they do it, and take a picture on their cell phone and bring it to me. Oh, Oh, nice. Very nice. Okay, that's a beautiful wrap-it-up image. You've all got the visual now, and that is beautiful. That is beautiful. That's what scheduling backwards is for. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So for uh, for more detail on that and for some step-by-steps, just visit 7sistershomeschool.com, go to the bookstore, and look in the freebies section for scheduling backwards and download it and enjoy. And if you have success with it or if you have things that we would be wise to add to it that I've never thought of, 
I would just love it if you commented on our Facebook page, mm-hmm. Homeschool High School Podcast Facebook page. Indeed, that would be great. Or at Seven Sisters Homeschool yep. Facebook page. Yep. Indeed. Or even iTunes. iTunes. Yeah. And you can leave little stars there, too, if you like stuff that you hear here. Mm-hmm. And that helps other homeschool, high school families find us. Indeed. So, yeah. So, thank you for joining us for this episode. We look forward to meeting with you again to talk about more things homeschool high school on the Homeschool High School Podcast from SevenSistersHomeschool.com, brought to you by the Ultimate Homeschool Radio Network. Till next time.